We've seen what the numbers and money look like for the top performers in dirt racing, but what is life like down the order? We'll talk about that today, plus the opening of the Hangtown 100 weekend. Let's go. It's Thursday, November 17th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. When it comes to racing a national tour, and really when we talk about major dirt racing at all, it's those guys at the top who get the most attention. It's the crown jewel winners, the champions, the perennial favorites, those guys that get all the pub and sell the most merch. And obviously for good reason, we as race fans want to get behind the guys who are good and the guys who win. What gets lost though is the struggles of those down the field and how difficult it really is to run a national tour as a race team when you aren't one of those top names. Last, uh, last Thursday, my episode was highlighted by the top earners in dirt racing for 2022, and we talked about Jonathan Davenport and Brent Marks and those guys at the pointy end making the big money. Mixed up in that show's comments and reaction were a few who mentioned other drivers and what earnings look like if you aren't one of the big names. And today I wanted to take a look at one of those names and give you an idea of just how hard it is when you are down the list a bit with a series. For 2022, Oklahoma driver Noah Gass decided to go full-time with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. The 18, now 19-year-old Gass had made just 27 previous starts with the Outlaws before deciding to go full-time, and all of those 27 races were in 2021. He bagged three IRA wins towards the end of 2021, winning at Jacksonville and twice at Plymouth, but things are a little different out with the Outlaws. I've been locked into the World of Outlaws as a series, kind of on a serious level, since 2013, and gas coming out felt a lot like shark racing in the beginning. It seemed like just making it to the end of the season would probably be a big win for his group. And here on November 17th, as I talk about this with the season over, they did it. They got to the end uh, and had some bright spots along the way for sure. If you look at the numbers, though, you'll see a team that had a difficult time in their rookie season. 69 races, but just two top 10s and an average feature finish of 17.4. Gas raced in 34 of 69 features, which is just a tick less than 50%. And for some comparison, series champion Brad Sweet was not in a single B-Main all year and ran all 69 main events. Through the opening 20 nights of the season, Gas was only in nine features with a best finish of 13th at Hopstop, but there were improvements to come. Their first top 10 of the year was a 10th at River Cities. Gas drove up from 17th and was also the Knights' heart charger. That group was thrilled that night with the result. After that, though, the rest of June and July were really brutal for them. Over the next 17 races, and kind of as we got into the month of money, a lot of those big shows, they were only in three main events. If you look at Husits, Eldora for the King's Royal Week, and then into Pennsylvania, stops at Port Royal, Williams Grove, the 20G was in a lot of B and C mains. Things turned around though at Weed Sport and Gas was back in A mains for 15 of the next 20 races, which included his season's best finish, a ninth in the Ironman 55 at Peely. That's definitely something to hang your hat on, as that is a very difficult race, obviously the most laps of any race all season. To give you an idea of the incremental improvements made, in the first half of the year they were in just shy 43% of main events, and that number got to almost 56% over the second half. More features means more money, and teams down the list need every dollar they can get. Last week, the series posted a breakdown of how much every Outlaw team earned in 2022 through purse payouts, the points fund, bonus program, and tow money. For the year, the 20G team earned $112,125. If we break that down, $30,000 of that was for 12th in the points, 
A little more than 45,000 of it was race winning, so the purse money that they earned on a night-to-night basis. And then that leaves uh, nearly $37,000 that they earned from the bonus and tow money program. So $112,125 over 69 race nights is $1,625 a night they averaged. Beyond that, they earned a little bit of other money, including things like contingencies, and obviously that number doesn't include whatever sponsorships they are able to sell. But you can see how difficult it is if you are not in the top five and top 10 regularly. After hearing those dollar figures, I'm sure some will try and use this as evidence for why races should pay more money, and maybe they're right. But let's not forget that racing is a performance-based business. If you perform, you get rewarded. Noah Gass got his head kicked in all season against the best in the business, and if he chooses to stay out with the series, he'll be better for it. If he scales back to a lesser schedule, which obviously nobody would blame him for, this experience will make him much tougher against whatever competition he's going to face. Running with a national tour like the World of Outlaws is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. But you know what? It isn't supposed to be. A little bit of Dirt Tracker merch news for you today. There are two new hat options available over at shop.dirttracker.com. I picked them up just this morning from Kane Screenprint. Thanks to Kevin Hamlin and the good people over there for taking care of me yet again. Uh, these are snapback, meshback, trucker-style hats with the Dirt Tracker logo on the front. Uh, I am wearing one. This is the option with the logo in the center. And then the other is the logo on the smaller side panel, if you can see that on the screen there in front of you. Uh, they are 30 bucks. That includes shipping and tax in the U.S. So when you see $30, you'll pay $30 at checkout. And while you're there, you can also grab a shirt or a decal as well. I am out of sprint car decals at the moment, but a fresh round is on order and should be here soon. Also, a reminder that if you sign up to be a YouTube channel member that costs $2.99 a month, you'll get a decal for free. So new hats, shirts, decals, find everything over at shop.dirttracker.com. After having Thursday off to travel and get some maintenance done, the USAC National Midgets begin a three-race weekend tonight at Placerville Speedway for the Hangtown 100. The Thursday and Friday prelim shows pay $5,000 to win each, while Saturday's finale is $20,000 to win. There's also an additional $12,000 on the line for the weekend's point champion. Uh, that was taken down last year in 2021 by Logan Seavey. Justin Grant is the defending Hangtown 100 race winner, and he'll need to duplicate that success this weekend if he's going to have absolutely any shot of tracking down Buddy Kofoid for the USAC National Championship. Just six race nights left. And the gap right now between the two is 209 points. Kofoid was able to stretch that out back on Tuesday at Bakersfield. Two nights ago, we had 39 midgets at Bakersfield, but that number will swell this weekend. They are expecting more than 50 cars to be in attendance at Placerville. One notable absence, though, is going to be Kyle Larson. He raced this California swing a year ago. He did pick up a Hangtown 100 prelim night win and was also in the field for several shows at the end of 2020, but he's not expected to race at all coming up. Don't worry, though, there are plenty of other heavy hitters on the way. Outside of the USAC regulars, we'll get Tanner Thorson, Ryan Timms. Timms actually was a Hangtown 100 prelim winner last year as well. Carson Mesita will be there, Ryan Bernal, Shane Golubic, Tanner Carrick, Emerson Axum, Corey Day, Michael Pickens again. Uh, and a whole lot more. Corey Day is actually entered in a car owned by Willie Kane, so that could be an interesting combination. Willie is not opposed to a little bit of experimentation from time to time, obviously the mind behind factory Kane shocks. You can get weekend tickets online at hangtown100.com uh, or at the track to tonight or through the weekend. Grandstands open at 3 p.m. Pacific time today with cars on track at 4.30. If you can't be there, Flow Racing will have the live stream all weekend long. And speaking of that live stream, there are three items on today's streaming schedule. Like I said, Flow Racing has the first night of the Hangtown 100. They also have Flow 24-7. There's also Dirt Vision Now. If you don't know what Dirt Vision Now is, it's kind of like Flow 24-7. It's 
24-hour coverage of World of Outlaws and Dirt Car stuff kind of on replay throughout the day. If you want to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. Please hit that like button and subscribe to the show if you don't do so already. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.